So the big question is this. How does a powerful, high-achieving woman who's successful in every part of her life, except with men, dating, and relationships, meet, attract, and create that healthy relationship that lasts with the right man? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Barry Price, and welcome to Her Dating and Relationship Secrets. Secret number 40, how to grow independently and together in a relationship. So if you're someone who's single, I could almost guarantee you that part of why you may be leaning away from relationships is that you have not experienced your past relationships feeling like you were getting to get your individual needs met and grow. Anne and I are here on one of our walking episodes, and we're going to Hi, get into this a little bit. If you're in a relationship, you may be experiencing this now. Emma, maybe your needs are coming last, so you're not growing as much as you want to, and the narcissist, I mean, the person you're with, <laughs> is getting to do all the growing. Or maybe, um, maybe you're not growing as a couple, right? Yeah. Or you're growing, they're not, however that looks. So let's, let's get into it a little bit. This was Anna's uh, underhand lob topic. She said, let's do this one as we walk. It mm-hmm. occurred to you. Why did you suggest it? Because I think it's a common topic and a common challenge in a relationship when two people are um, in a relationship and they're, they're both independently growing, but they still want to nurture the relationship and grow together. Not grow apart. And not grow apart. And that's, I think that happens a lot in relationships. I think growing apart is a natural part of uh, being in a relationship, especially a long-term relationship. For those of you who are curious, that is a like a Vespa scooter, which yeah. <laughs> you get here in Venice, even though it's not Italy here, Venice Beach. People think it's Venice, Italy. Here. Not a sound effect. Yeah. It was a, for real. Yeah. So, yeah. So I, I think it would be a good topic to discuss about how we both choose to grow as individuals um, and then as a couple. I think that's important because... Oftentimes, a lot of people in relationships, one person is growing, is growing, the other person isn't, or there's a lag. One person is growing faster, the other one's a little bit s- slower on that path, and then they stop. They stop having things in common. Mm-hmm. They stop um, realize. They stop having things in common, and they and then there's more friction in the relationship, and there's maybe more fights, or there's more, you know, um, discord. So that's. What do you think about that? Hey, is that why we were fighting a long time ago? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. it was. I'm, I'm only being yeah. slightly facetious, yeah. right? But the times where we had phases where we had more friction, mm-hmm. I mean, it was typically where your needs and my needs weren't meeting or matching. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, you, you're, you're with someone, we started a relationship and we were kind of aligned, right? You generally we get together alive. with someone because yeah. you both do yep. kind of want similar things or you're yep. in the same place in life. Mm-hmm. Uh, even even if it's, sometimes it's short-term needs, right? right. In your 20s, it's just like our needs have aligned for the night right. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But typically, your needs have aligned in a, a deeper, longer kind of way. Mm-hmm. And uh, sometimes one person starts to change. Your yes. priorities shift. Yep. But maybe both peoples don't shift yeah. at the same time. Yeah. And... Uh, yeah, so who shifted first? So when we, we got... when we when we were both 
in alignment. We were both in alignment. She's in doing a, air quotes, folks, with her fingers. In alignment. <laughs> we were both in alignment in the sense where we were both pretty superficial. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> we were like we were we had depth clearly, but it, we weren't we weren't li- we were really living externally. You know, yeah, we had a true. robust social life. A lot of we friends, a lot social of friends, partying, a lot of partying, sex life. Yeah, like we were just we were just really exploring our environments, right? Our our partying environments, our social environments, um, and because we were single, we that's what we relied on for, you know, just for entertainment and, and camaraderie, distraction, and, and companionship, right? pleasure instead of yeah, contentment. Exactly. Really. We just wanted to have we wanted to meet people, we wanted to be around people, and we were also kind of finding ourselves too because as individuals when you're not da- when you're not in a relationship you're you're always um well i, I did anyway i was l- looking for friendships that helped me grow right helped me get to the next level in my in my life and most of the time most of the time that was true where i had people in my life that just challenged me to grow and, and to you know get to the next level so for me I was ready when I met you. Mm-hmm. I was ready to go deeper. Right, you I was were ready, ready to move out of a phase. To move out of, of a phase of superficiality and to get a little bit deeper. And um, when you're thinking about being in a, in a, uh, a more intimate relationship and a monogamous monogamous relationship, you um, you are ready to, to, to take that step. Even though it's scary and you avoid it like the plague, <laughs> right. you still are, you know you're at a point where you're like, okay, this other scene and this other life is not for me anymore. There's a, it has expired. It becomes more misaligned than aligned. Yes. It and might be were, familiar. Yeah. You might be more used to it. Yeah. You might not know exactly yeah. how mm-hmm. to do the new thing yet. And so you, were, okay. you were in that place too. I was in that place too. Yeah. And yet there, it took a little while to get used to finding my way into yeah. the newness yeah. of that. Yeah. But that was one point where we began to shift. Individual needs lined up. I was ready to... To retire the player, yes. so to speak, yep. right? Yeah, so was I. And uh, and then you know, us moving down here was another time where we were both in alignment. It's the times where our needs got into different alignment, different mm-hmm. priority. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. So when, when was we it, were when we were years ago, when we were like start that? when we started uh, when we both decided, okay, we're exclusive. That's it. You know, we did regress. <laughs> yeah, at you first know, like, that's at a first, struggle. You're not good struggle. at it. It's a struggle. We're like, okay, I don't know how to do this yet. So for like the, the time where you were, you, were, you were still friends with the girl that you were seeing, and I remember calling you. You're like, yeah, that's I'm not like, good. I, I heard a girl in the background. I was like, who's that girl in the background? <laughs> I go, like, oh, it's my friend so-and-so. And I was like, oh, isn't she somebody you were seeing? And you're like, yeah, but we're just friends and we're just going to maintain. And I actually didn't mean it. Yeah. Right. I mean, I was I was a slut in my 20s, but, you know, I was open about that. Yeah. So I was just stupid enough to be like, and frankly, too, I felt bad. She'd wanted yeah. to be my girlfriend. I said, nope. I was yeah. very clear on that. Clear that wasn't what, what that was. Yeah. It wasn't how I saw her or yeah. me and it wasn't going to work. Yeah. But then I felt bad, like saying no also. I don't even want to have anything to do yes. with you. It's like, yeah, like so, uh, could a girl you know, feel even more, more used? Like I don't even yeah. want to be friends with yeah. you. Yeah. So, but you're right. I was deluding but myself. I was like, okay. But I was very much like, I took it seriously when we said we were going to go exclusive. I took it seriously. I cut off all ties with all the guys I was dating. And I was just with you. And then, right. so I just felt like it was a bit of a double standard. Yeah. No, and it, it <laughs> and, was. I had been spoiled and yeah. used to being able to get my way. Yeah. Right? 
Have so his cake and eat it too, like a match. lot of men. I met my match and it's what I needed. Uh-huh. And so, and then I, I called you out and I said, yeah, um, yeah that's not going to work with me. Right. <laughs> you're either going to be with her or you're going to be with me. <laughs> Those are your, those are them options. <laughs> okay, so this is good on boundary setting. I don't know yeah. about the growing together part of how yeah. this well, aligns well, with no, that, we're, but we're, yes, we're moving, it's we're good boundary setting for yeah. sure. So we did that, and I, what I'm, the reason I'm bringing it up is because when you say you want to grow and you say you want to go deeper and you want to be intimate, you're always going to regress and you're not going to, you're not going to, you're not uh, going to step into that You're going to want it, but fight it. Yes, you're going to want That's it, true. but fight it, and it's going to happen, right? Just like... I wasn't sure whether I wanted to go exclusive with you or not. Right. Right. So I was like, oh, you know, I was struggling with that. I was and like, I I'm wasn't real... sure whether I could handle exactly. exclusive yeah. or not. So then after a few of those incidences, <laughs> we realized, okay, we either want to continue the single life or we want to be serious and take our, our relationship to the next level. And we decided to, and that's when we decided to move here. Mm. We were dating each other for about two years exclusively. And then we decided to move here. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, the the turning points of getting closer in the relationship always came when we first had con- had to consider parting ways and being independent. Yes. Because it's that core question. It was, can I get my needs met mm-hmm. and be with this person? Yes. And what's helped both of us, I think, is it's very important to me that uh, a relationship not hold me back from being the me that I, I want to be. Right. But the thing that makes me healthy around it is that I absolutely want to be the same person mm-hmm. uh, generously to my partner. Right. Like I yes, never exactly. want to be the person that prevents my partner yeah. from getting to be who they really want right, to be. Right, right. And you so, made that very clear. Which like, makes I don't want to hold you back. Yeah. So yeah. that makes it yeah. tricky because then when you get into those discussions where you're like, like when you were like, hey, I'm committed to spiritual growth now. Yes. I'm going to do coaching, get trained. Yes. I'm also going to start doubling down on spiritual work and yeah. spiritual growth. Yeah. And you, do an eight-hour soma meditation. Yeah. And, I mean, you went all yeah. in, all uh-huh. in. And you let me know, again, not to try to make me, control me, manipulate me, get me to ultimatum. None of that. There was no ultimatum. Right? But you were committed to your individual growth. Yes. And you informed me, you let me, you informed, you didn't ask nope. whether you could, you were doing it. I just said, it this is where decision. I'm at and this is where I'm right. headed. And you didn't try to get me to, but no. you said, here's what's going to happen. Right. I'm going to grow. If you don't grow in a similar direction, yes. we will grow apart. Yes. We're not going to have anything in common. We just won't have anything right. in common and there, there will be friction in the relationship. She knew what she needed. She stood up for it. She d- declared it. Not Again, not, oh, could I, should I, I'm, I'm afraid I'll lose him. Willing to lose me, right? Yep. Not wanting to, but no. willing to. That's right. And saying, okay, here's what it's going to be for me. Mm-hmm. Here's how that will probably affect us if you do this yes. or that. Yes. But it's up to you, That's Barry. Right. You decide you. whether you want, for your sake, not to save the relationship, for your sake, are you interested yeah. in growth? Because I know, I Because I know, you know, people listening who are in relationships who might be in this situation right now, they're thinking, you know, I don't... I don't want to give the person the ultimatum, but I also know that I don't want to lose them. You know, I don't want to lose them. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to give them that ultimatum. And I don't want to, I don't want to tell them what I need because I might lose them. 
right? So a lot of people wouldn't would, wouldn't be honest. They don't with have themselves. the conversation. They tolerate yeah. and it, and they won't be honest with their their, their partner just because they, they don't re- want to lose the person. And you resent your partner. Yeah. They're holding you back. They're yeah. they're the obstacle to your happiness. Yes. After that, right? And they're but also you're your own they're obstacle. also stunting your growth and your partner's growth. Right. Except they're not. It's just yeah. I've given that power yeah. away to them. Right. I'm scared to tell them what I need. I'm yes. scared to do what I need yeah. because I'm afraid I can't find right. love. I'd rather settle for for yes. this version. Right. Remember, success without settling, right? Yes. So listen up. We're we're talking about not doing that. Yes. And I think avoiding those very important conversations is what leads to the ultimate breakup of couples. You got to know what you need. Yeah. First of all, someone actually asked this on an Instagram post of mine. And they were talking about how to navigate these kind of things. And I said, first, you actually have to be aware of what you feel and need. Yes. You can't ask for it if you don't even know. Yeah, you have and to sometimes, explore. That's self-exploration. But sometimes we're so trained by a people-pleasing family, codependency, yes. whatever it is, you have brainwashed yourself out of, no, I don't really need that. No, I'm fine. Right. You know, whatever it is. Yeah. So number yeah. one, yeah. honest self-awareness uh, right. of what I need. Number right. two, right. A lot of emotional healing work that if you don't have it, now we got the planes. It's yeah. a Friday. Everyone's <laughs> flying for the weekend. Um, but it's being healthy enough to know I deserve to have these needs. Yes. I have permission yeah. from myself yeah. to because actually speak, ab- to meet these needs yeah. and speak about them. Yeah. That's step two. Right. Or nothing happens. Right. And then step three, I actually say something, right? In an empowered way to my partner. Right. So, and then there's more to it than that following through. But right. That, that clarity piece, that clarity piece, knowing what that's a lot of people need, need help getting those clear, getting clear, clear on what that is for themselves. Because like you said, they might've come from a, a household or a background or a culture society that they're always pleasing and they're always doing for others. And they're not really focusing on them and they're not really ultimately important. Everyone else is first. So again, that goes back to self care and that's where. I, you know, for me, the reason I had to get really clear about what I needed was because I was, that's the past I came from. You know, I was, I was taught to give and to overgive and to care about others first before you care about yourself. And th- that was and that the was model. reinforced as good. And that, and that was reinforced good as good, that you're a good girl. You're being a self-care good. Self-care comes yeah. last. Was so, so, and then I broke free of that. And that's, and I knew that I needed to break free of that in order to, to grow myself for myself and that's why I wasn't afraid to have that conversation with you I came from selfishness first yes right very much so it was like uh, only child ninjutsu boundary warfare in in that household with like you know my boundaries and needs did not matter yes so I had to become very um dug in on you know set up skirmish lines super fast on no this is what I want what I want I I I and also like kind of an only child experience yeah sister's well, a, 10 years older but she was sister. out of the house yes exactly you know but by the time i was eight it was the only child right. thing from there on right. i'm very grateful it wasn't before that or yeah, it probably would have been she was there for a complete mess years, yeah. yeah so for me it was coming from the other side to like how do i actually be more considerate of others others needs yes. the effect on others yeah so my growth was in that direction, right? right. Talking about me growing yes, individually. Yes. I had to grow spiritually uh-huh. from the me, me, me yes. to the we. Right. And your growth was almost the other direction, yeah. which was, wasn't even we, it was about you. Like mm-hmm. always pleasing the yes. other. Yeah. Um, Do you remember is, the first book you bought me? Uh, the Extreme Art of That's Self-Care. That's right. And you did that instinctively because you saw, because I remember asking you, because my previous relationship failed because... 
I owe I, because that's what I was conditioned to do it was to, to put others pe other people's needs first and mine last and I remember saying to you at the beginning of our relationship I said you know what I really need you to point out to me because I can't see it I need you to point out to me when I'm putting you first before me and you know so it's not a healthy you know it's not a healthy situation here's a great and so that's the we part is like the growing together is you've got to know your own issue yeah. be willing to share it when you're both in a good place with your partner yeah. not empowering them to be your monitor or your camp but to say please help me with my i am committed to growing at this <laughs> can you help me with yeah. my own efforts to right. grow at this right. otherwise it doesn't happen yeah. now if i were completely ensconced in narcissism and selfishness and i had done no growth work yeah. i would never buy a book like that right. for my partner right. because why would i want them to like yeah, it's a narcissist dream path. to have somebody who just only gives of to them. Course, but I wasn't course. about again. Yeah. My value system wasn't about that. So I was yeah. working to get out of that past training. Yes. Just a quick example of one of the things that changed. Um, sort of as you were a teacher for me in kind of being less selfish, and I was a teacher for you in being able to be more selfish mm -hmm. in a healthy yeah. way. Yeah. So you remember how for a long time it was like. If there were something, if you, let's say you bought a piece of pie and brought it home, mm -hmm. and it was clearly a piece of pie you really liked and wanted, right, and you were interested in it, and you warmed it up, and you were looking for it, and you had your ice cream to go with it, if I showed the slightest interest in it, <laughs> suddenly you, I'm not interested it's in that okay. pie. You can have I don't it. want it. You yeah, take it. You no, no, I didn't even want it. it. It's like, okay. Yeah. Now that's what I used to say. I was like, no, it's okay. It's okay. I, I can get another one. It's fine. You can have it. And I'd say, I was just commenting on it. Yeah. That I don't want, I don't need to take your pie. <laughs> I don't want your pie. But I saw how much you, like your eyes lit up and I was like, oh, I want him to have it. I want him to enjoy it also. Right. right. But, but at the expense, at the cost of me not enjoying yeah. it. Giving and, it and, and experiencing it, right? So, so, so that's just, it's one small yeah, of many it's, things, right? It's a microcosm right? of a macro problem. But it was, and I'm the guy that wanted to really make sure that, no, enjoy your pie. Yes. No, I'm not yeah. going to do yeah. that. Yeah, and you I'm had to gonna... retrain me in that area. Right, yeah. mm -hmm. and then vice versa. So right. sometimes it's individual growth, because I was practicing being more generous of spirit, too, and caring about someone else in that way. Yeah. You were practicing. So we were both receiving. We were, we were both training each. Uh, we were both giving our, each other opportunities to build our coaching muscles, basically. In, in a way, <laughs> in look, a way. growing together in a way really means that by being together, you're growing individually. Yeah, you're helping each other's individual That's right. growth. That's right. Right. Mm -hmm. It's not. I mean, the relationship also grows through this. Yeah. I think just to talk about actual the relationship for a sec as mm -hmm. a third entity, yeah. as if it's its own person, because uh -huh. it has its own needs. I think that the, the relationship grows most through problems and challenges and then uh, each individual coming together as one to respond in a healthy way. Yeah, a thousand percent. Like you bond through overcoming tough stuff mm -hmm, together. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And when you're not in a relationship, it's, it, you, you don't, you're not confronted with those things. So you're not, you, right. don't ever, you don't have the opportunities to grow and to look at yourself and another person and have to consider someone else and consider your own feelings. And so you don't have to worry, you don't have to grow when you're not in a relationship. So that's why it's so easy to be, it's, that's why a lot of people will opt out of being in a relationship because it's just easier because you don't have to deal. And sometimes if you if are in one, the, the version of that inside relationship is just blaming the other person. Yeah. 
Trust me, there were many times where I was blaming, like, this is blaming, just too blaming. much goddamn work. I just, <laughs> am I better off being alone? Like, this is way too much work. I am those an ideal coaching <laughs> client, apparently. <laughs> so, all of everyone who's listening, it's everything that we've, everything that you're thinking, everything you've gone through, we've probably gone through as a, as a couple. Yes. Not everything, but a lot of things. A lot of the, just the common things that happen this is in really relationships. really good. Yeah. Look, one of the things in this industry is... Um, I do not want to be held up by anyone as thinking I'm some shining example or paragon of life. No, me neither. Right? Like yeah. neither of us, we're far yeah. from perfect yeah. as individuals. Our relationship has been, continues to be and will be not perfect. No. I'd and say it's gotten, f- I mean, it gets better and better yeah. every year. It does. It's far better than even when it started. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm very grateful for that. I also know that it's because of the time, energy, focus and work we put in to showing up when it's uncomfortable. Yes. Expressing what we need yep. at the risk of the pleasure yes. or displeasure of the right, other. Right. We are right. I would say that one of our one of our greatest strengths is that neither of us is very good at pretending to be who we're not. Yes. That's right. a good thing. That's a good thing because at the beginning I was willing to do that and hide my feelings and not be all, real be true to who I was. Because I didn't want to put you, I didn't want to turn you off, or I didn't want to be a, a hassle. I didn't want to be that nagging wife or woman. You know what I mean? So I would often just not say anything, and just say, you know what? I, I'm just going to leave it alone. But it's it's those moments that you have to, you really have to have those conversations, and it's the hardest hardest times to have those conversations. But they're the most needed. You don't grow. Yeah. Unless you actually have the conversations you're avoiding. Yeah, you cannot avoid. And if you're single, it's the conversation with yourself that you're avoiding, yes, right? Yes, or yeah, your fear yeah. that sometimes I've, I've seen clients that have stayed single right until the moment when they finally get over their fear that a relationship is going to be too much work and stifle them. It's their fear internally. If I get into a relationship again, my needs are going to go last. Yeah. I'm not going to grow. I'm going to have to tolerate them. Well, they're going to remember how much work the last right. one was. So they right? go through the motions. Yeah. It's like go on a date. and yeah. do. But that's why we get to the deeper. Yeah. It's like, no. No. You would be with someone in a relationship that's healthy or at least working towards that. Yeah. If you didn't hold this reluctance deep down. Yeah. Because we're not going to grow. I won't grow. Some, someone's needs aren't getting met. If your yes. belief is that someone's always, there's always a loser yeah. in a relationship. Someone's yeah. got to lose. Right. Either you or me right. or the relationship. Right, right, right. We can individually get our needs met, but not the relationship yes. then. Yep. Like, if you believe that, then you don't have a healthy belief system for relationships. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You and don't have a belief system is, is where, you, where you need the coaching and the, the, the work, the inner work. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Around that. So, Changing those belief systems. That's exactly Altering right. them a little. Well, so you need to get into the belief part. So look, what we're talking about today, this ability to grow together, it goes deeply into those steps in the framework where we have to know who we are. Early in that coaching framework that I shared with you in those first few secrets, mm. which you can go back to and re-listen to what if you need to. It's who am I? Assessing yeah. what kind of men have I attracted or who am I with now and who have I needed to be mm-hmm. for that to happen and who do I want to be instead? Who am I at my best? I mean, yeah. that's always the basis. Yeah. Who am then, I at my best? Yeah. Then we mm-hmm. start to get into the design of, well, what, what is it that I need to change? What's mm-hmm. the goal? Mm-hmm. What's the plan? Yeah. What is yeah. the external goal and the internal yeah. change goal? It's both. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So this is growth. Yeah. We're talking about growth. The path for you to find a soulmate or to save the relationship or to leave the relationship you need to leave starts with 
these steps towards growth. And then the framework obviously takes you through the nine environments yes. necessary to actually grow, not yeah. just talk about it, mm -hmm. but deliver on it. Well, it's implementation. It's actually yeah. living it. Internal, and, and, inner and, environments, outer and ones. And creating it. Like you have the power to create your environments and choose right. your healthy, soul-nourishing environments and environments that uplift you, that don't bring and you down. Those will either reinforce this goal of who you're working towards being or hold you back. Yes. Right? So we always work them through that. And then there's skills you need, like communication skills yeah. and skills of how to actually have those conversations. Yes. So that's a part of it. But then... The, the later parts of the framework are now you get out there. Yes. You try to date. Right. You try to have the conversation with your partner yeah. about your needs and boundaries. Yeah, yeah. And it may not go perfectly because mm -hmm. you're learning to drive stick shift. Right. right. And then, of course, we get into coaching and adjustment. Right. right? Yeah. But that's where this fits into the framework. Yeah. As you can see, it goes all the way through. All the way through. To grow together, you have to commit to individual growth. Mm -hmm. So thank you for and listening to And commit to, to relationship growth. And both. relate. Well, I yeah. mean, they're inseparable. Yeah. They're inseparable. Mm -hmm. They one won't to, grow without the other. They have to go other. hand in hand. Mm -hmm. Can't have one without the other. Right. So that's it for today. That's a pretty good deep dive and overview with some little nuggets about our experience of that. And I hope that it helped you make a decision to commit to your growth. Bye, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Please remember to rate, subscribe, and also share this with anyone that you think it could help. Because I'm on a mission to help one million successful women have healthy, lasting relationships.